0: welcome everyone we are about to begin by Hashem, Shalom Bayez, sheer number ninety two uh we're going to finish off this fifth uh love language of physical touch and then um summarize everything we mentioned in the last year briefly and now I'm gonna just gonna explain it a little more that many men make a mistake and they think that they're um that their love language is physical touch because they desire sexual intercourse uh, and uh, very intensely. Um, But that has to do a lot by the fact that he's a male. Generally speaking, for a male, uh, the sexual desire is very much physically based. Um, It's stimulated by a buildup of sperm cells and seminal fluids in, in the vessels and in those areas. And then when it's filled up, it pushes. There's a physical push for release. That's where the taiva comes in. And so for a male's desire uh for sexual intercourse, it has a physical basis as well. Um Masha Inkane for a female, uh, the sexual desire is more influenced by her emotions. If she feels loved, admired, appreciated by her husband then she has a desire to be physically intimate with him. But without the emotional closeness, she may have little physical desire. Um, so with a, with a woman, again, generally speaking, her biological sexual drive is closely tied to her emotional uh, feelings and her uh, emotional need for love. Now, because a male is physically stimulated to have a sexual release, On a regular basis, he may automatically assume that that's his primary love language. But the way to tell is as follows. If he does not enjoy physical touch so much at other times or non-sexual ways, it may not be his love language at all. Um, Sexual desire is very different from his emotional need to be loved. Now, of course, uh, the sex is important to him. He enjoys it, and, and in many cases, it's extremely important to him. But th- if that alone very often does not meet his need to feel love, um, so his wife needs to l- find his her, her husband's emotional love language as well. And... Um, and in in, in the, the situation, I think we brought it up in the last um, 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 shear, a particular husband that Dr. Chapman was involved with. He thought uh, that it was physical, but then he realized that it's not by him it was words of affirmation. That's his primary love language uh, because if when she's critical and puts her down then she, he turns off on the sexual aspects of it. But when she says how much she appreciates him and admires him, then, then, then he really uh, feels more loved and more close. And, um, but you have to remember, again, with all these love languages and everything we spoke about till now, it has to be done in a sincere way and not chalila used as an insincere, insincere manipulation. In other words, if you are using your words, let's say your your, your wife's were uh love language is words of affirmation. She loves hearing chizik, kind words, warm words, empathetic worms words, and your kavana is solely shema. basically you you wanna have the sex and the way to get to it is by buttering up your wife by saying these things. That's wrong. That's Shalloy Lishma for Shaloilishma. We already spoke about it in many in, in many of this year in the past and we'll continue to speak about it. That even if when we say Mata Shaloilishma Balishma, um the Shaloilishma has to be done in a certain with a certain grain of salt. So in other words, like this, you have to value that act itself, even if it's Shloilishma, but you have to evaluate its importance. So for example, if a husband does want to have to be physical with his wife that particular night, um, okay? so something and he knows his wife's love language is uh, let's say words of affirmation. He knows that if he speaks to her in a nice way and in a loving way, she'll be more inclined to want to be with him physically. That's okay. you know that's the matetasha Lalishma bollishma, you know. He wants, you know, that if that motivates him to, be, to, to um, fill his, his uh, wife's needs in that aspect of those words of affirmation that she really needs and loves, and he's doing it, it's a wonderful thing. Ayit l'shma, because the end result is he also wants to have the physical uh, stuff that happens afterwards. The answer is, though, here's the key. The key is, is that when you're wor- using those words of affirmation, even if there's a little shloshimah hanging in there, you're doing it because you really mean the words you're saying, and you mean it, and you want to feel it, and then it's okay if there's p- other positive byproducts too. So, in other words, if you, if you, uh, even if there's a shloshimah there, okay, but you're you're set telling, being nice to your wife and you're saying I really appreciate you. But that means you really appreciate her. you're saying it because you mean it and you mean it because you're saying it i the 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 what's gonna happen later will will uh you know and and what you're hoping will happen later is is some of your motivation that's a potential that's okay, but when you're saying it, you have to really mean it. you have to really mean it and you have to uh, uh believe the words you are saying and want to do it. Because you do, a part of you has to be also. I want my wife to be happy. Yes, I may also want the physical. That may come after, uh, you know, those warm, warm words. But I know I need to say those warm warm words regardless. The key to this also, by the way, is in the Nidah period. Now, in the Nidah period there's halachas. You can't, uh, you have to be careful. Uh, you know, you can't use certain types of um triggering words during that period, but nice, kind words as if it would be a friendship, that's totally it's not only mutter, it's it's recommended. And you use for your wife's if her love language is words of affirmation, then you do that very much in the in the Nida period as well. And you just have to temper it and not being explicit and so on and so forth. forth. But that um That's basically very important. Okay, then he brings down, there are three ways, he says, to discover what, if you're not sure yourself, what your main motivation is to feel love and the way you express love. And um, so this is his guidelines. He says, you should think, what does your spouse do or fail to do that hurts you the most deeply? And the opposite of what hurts you the most deeply is probably your love language. That's number one. Number two, what have you most often requested of your spouse? The thing that you most often requested is also likely to be what makes you feel most loved. Uh, So if she always says, I I want to spend time with you, you're always so busy, we need time together, we need time together, and she says it often, then it's it's probably likely that that's her love language, quality time. In what way do you regularly express love to your spouse? Your method of expressing love may also be an indication that that, that, that would also make you feel loved. So for some people, they let's say husbands, uh, some of them, you know, the less emotional types, what they'll do is uh, they're good with their hands. They'll build a house f- <laughs> from, with their bare hands for their wife. They'll clean her car. You know the access service, uh, uh, which seems like an unromantic thing, but it does go very deep. That you're doing things for your wife, those type of things. You make a she likes a certain design. You actually make it for her. Uh, you know uh, whatever she needs physically, whatever she needs to, to be taken care of. She likes a particular coffee and a particular uh, cook. She mentioned she likes a certain uh, coffee machine with coffee that she has at work. He'll go go out of his way, buy it, buy that those particular brands that she likes, and put it into the kitchen and here you go. You know that that's the access service thing. and so on and so forth. It actually is really all five languages actually is a really beautiful thing. Um, and it's really worth um, focusing, really, even if it's not your particular one, to use all of them at different times. So just to um, review, the five of them, the first one words of inf- words of affirmation, words of affirmation, ريخزك, encouraging words. Uh, the opposite of that would be obviously them and the the is words that is mechazik and encourages and kind. That's number one, words of affirmation. Number two, quality time. Aina is actually time, quality time. number three, receiving gifts. Number four, acts of service, like doing things. And number five is physical touch. Now, you think along the lines of when I just simply look at this, that, again, and I stress this again, don't uh, be judgmental on somebody whose love language seems to you somewhat superficial, like if someone's uh, love language is words of affirmation, so they think, oh, you you say these wonderful words, words a bit that builds you off, And if you're, you know, they, they may think if I'm a sp- deeply spiritual person, then receiving gifts the gift seems superficial. Like your whole love is depending on whether I get a gift or don't get a gift, or acts of service. The fact that I vacuum for you, you know, that 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 means that that's an expression of love. So, but really, do not downplay it. And I recommend that even people whose love language, it's not mine, by the way. Mine is not receiving gifts and not acts of service. Um, It's probably words of affirmation, I think, is mine. Um, Again, I would think it's physical touch because I enjoy that too, but it's definitely words of affirmation, I would think. But again, I know, I know clearly that i i need to sometimes be better with the gift giving and you know and the and the acts of service helping more in the house it's not superficial it's very powerful very real and it does show love in a tangible way that you really really care anyway have a wonderful day